from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Woo! Woo! Hey, Mocha. Yes. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, I don't know if you guys are still watching the morning show on Apple oh, TV, I but everybody's freaking out because uh, no spoilers. A, I didn't watch a new episode yet. I'm watching a, it tonight. Sex, I'm just to... sex scene between John Hamm and Jennifer Aniston. Spoiler alert, man! Bro, Come it's on. everywhere. I it's don't everywhere. care. Just... It's everywhere. Maria, what season are you on? Are you, you One. Start... I started like a few oh, weeks ago. Wow, so this I'm is gonna, real spoiler. Yeah. Here. I'm gonna send you guys an email right now because I want you to to watch it because they like <sighs> this is like Jennifer no. Aniston. To me, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston and John Hamm. I just sent you, Maria, you, Shem, and you, Mocha. Maura, you already saw it. Uh, the 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 clip. Um, Jennifer Aniston and John Hamm to me represent like two very similar places in the universe. Just he is him and she is her. Do you know what I mean by that? Like the the way that people look at them and the way that they've aged. And the fan, like, it's crazy to me that these two would sort of come together. Uh, but a lot of fans are very happy about it. Mocha, did you uh, no, get my email? On. No, but I got one on the Costco warehouse sale. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, so the Still director waiting. of the episode uh, <laughs> said that uh, it was a close set. And uh, these two are very grown up actors who really understood the nature of storytelling and were very much part of it. Uh, we want it to be sensitive. We wanted it to be sexy. We wanted it to be adult. We wanted it to be emotional. They really let go. They're great actors. And there you have it. So here's the scene, the Wait, lead up. Uh, question. When they say yes. close set, how many people you think are actually there? Mandatory. So probably director, AD, sound guy, um, the person who's in charge of... Like makeup and stuff? Maybe, yeah, makeup, um, but but also the person who's in charge of... I forget what they call them intimacy now. Intimacy coordinator. Thank you, Maury. Probably an int- intimacy coordinator. Thank you for that. Oh, whoa. Okay, Yo. so hold on. So let me play this clip for you first. So this is the, the scene in the kitchen. So she just finishes interviewing him, and it's a really contentious interview. Still doesn't change that. Even if it does happen, it's, uh, you know, it's not like we're in bed together. I mean, metaphorically speaking. (laughs) Right. You know. And literally? We are not in bed. You should keep it that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. I'm furious. Agreement. I've never been more furious. I don't think we should do this. Right. Never happened. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to go grab my... Mm. I forgot my... uh, I forgot my coat. No, my, my coat's right in my... Did I forget anything else? Did you forget anything else? I don't think you forgot anything else. I don't think I did. Secrets. Okay, right? Okay. Now now click on the link that I sent you. Click on the link that I sent you. So this is happening. Oh, Jennifer! (laughs) Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. 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 It's a hot scene. Yeah. No wonder it was a closed set. Yeah. 
Because you start thinking maybe they use body doubles and stuff like that, but from, this from the is way that not that is a not, body double, no, no. this is two bodies. Yeah, yes, <laughs> this is John Hamm and Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah, to me they're perfect together. Like in real life, I want no. them together. They're both you know? single. Are they really? Is he single more? Didn't he leave Sofia Vergara? No, that's, that's John, John Meganello. Joe Meganello. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yo, maybe that. he should be with. Yeah, that's actually another good pair: John Hamm and Joe and uh, Sofia Vergara. You no wonder this is a close yeah, set, Jennifer Aniston. Is still watching. <laughs> Rachel, what's Ross gonna say? I don't know. What, are y'all on a break again? I know. And something else that I so one of the 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 stories about this was like Jeez. Jennifer Aniston hasn't done a love scene like this since Friends. I'm like, there was nothing even <laughs> close to this <laughs> <laughs> on Friends. Like wow, nothing that's crazy. even close. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's uh people are freaking out over that. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Fifteen years ago, uh, in two thousand eight, mm-hmm. was the uh, the anniversary today of when Single Ladies was released. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember all the meme with? The, I guess they weren't even memes then. They were just like viral videos, like when the the guys on SNL did the dance with Andy Samberg and stuff like well, that. Justin Timberlake, oh, Justin Timberlake, like Justin Timberlake. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was great too. God, fifteen years. That's crazy to me. Fifteen years ago. Do you remember where you were? I, um, the first time I heard it was actually, I was at ET Canada was the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. Cause, and they tried to get me to do uh, a dance that they were going to post on Twitter. And I said, no. Of you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you think they, because you say no to all that stuff. Yeah. Do you think they were just asking just to be polite? No. Or did they think that this was going to be the one time? No. This video like that's gone viral and literally everyone's doing they it. They did the Carly Rae Jepsen lip dub thing. Yeah, they, we did they, that here and they, didn't want to do they it. They did the mannequin thing. Yeah. They did the, what was that other one where everybody freaks out? Where the song kicks in? Oh. Remember that one? Harlem Shake. The Harlem, Harlem Shake Shuffle? Yeah. Is it Harlem Shake or Harlem the Shuffle? The song was Harlem Shake. I forget yes. the name of the show. Yeah, the yeah. Harlem sh- They did all that planking. Uh-huh. They did all of that stuff. You didn't even want to... I'm well, not going to plank. All you have to do is lay there. No! <laughs> I'm not laying... No. I, I will <laughs> lay there on my own time. I'm not laying there for work. Let you plank every no. day on the couch and in bed. No, you shush. Already. Okay? <laughs> you shush. <laughs> anyway, happy anniversary, single eight. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, 475 Canadians in uh, Gaza and the West Bank have all registered with the Department of Global Affairs and have no safe way out because crossing from both areas have been closed. Uh, according to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, that all travel in the region is discouraged. Uh, Trudeau yesterday pledged $10 million in humanitarian assistance for mm-hmm. Israel and the Gaza Strip. Um, but as of right now, there's no evacuation plan. And I know that the people that were trying to get out of Israel, I think they had like two planes and then mm-hmm. up. And then this point, it's you pay. Like if you're in what? Israel, if you're if you're in Israel and you're a Canadian and you want to try and get home, like a bunch of people were coming flying into Toronto yesterday. Yeah. And if you weren't on one of those like sort of early planes that took off like four days later, um, you book it yourself. Like family what? back in Canada are they're what they're doing with their 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 people there is they're booking them on like seven flights out of Tel Aviv to Egypt. Because uh, you have to turn around, like the sirens start going off, you got to go back home, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So they're booking them on multiple flights, hoping that they can make it to the airport uh, so to get scary. one of them. So I don't know what the $10 million is going to do, but it's certainly not there. Uh, Toronto police have arrested three men. Uh, and its hate crime unit is investigating after threats were directed towards a Jewish school here in North York. 
Um, and in London, England, students were told to stay away uh, from, they've closed four schools until Monday. This was after an ex-Hamas uh, leader called for today a global protest and day of action. So whatever that means. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, I don't know whether your football group chat was going crazy or not last night, but Taylor was Go at the Chiefs. game again. Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I guess he was questionable to play. Um, and then he wound up playing and then he limped Yo, for a little bit. Yards on yards. Yo, that limp was fake. Come and on. And then he went Throw back the into the game off. and then he limped a bit again. Yeah. He was like, check this out, Broncos. Oh, my ankle hurts. Guess what? <laughs> he did finish out the catch game this ball. with 124, uh, receiving yards though. So you think yards on yards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the sports booking apps to hit me up for an endorsement deal. I got yeah. you. I don't think you're allowed. You celebrities aren't allowed to do those anymore. Oh, that's right. Right? Not allowed to do those anymore. Well, if you need advice, hit me up in the DMs. Yeah. I you, got You definitely everything. fall into that category. Everything. Yeah. The over-unders, the you got, spreads. You got them all? All of them. Yeah? The spreads, wide. W- r- wide. Like so wide. You you always bet on a wide spread. Wide yes. spread. Okay. I'll bet on narrow. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do that. Especially now <laughs> the last night's game. Come on now. Chiefs, five and one. Go Chiefs. They are five and one. Yeah, they won uh, last night. 19 to eight. Is that a wide spread, Mocha? 19 to eight? Mid. Mid. That's a mid spread. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Hit me okay. up. Okay. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. Uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, here's a clip of Doja Cat on Hot Ones um, talking about why she went bald, like shaved her head. And it, I, I want to play this only because, not that I'm interested in hearing why Doja Cat went bald, okay. but the question happens right at a point of where the hot sauce kicks in. Oh. What to you so far has been the most welcome benefit of going bald? <sighs> so. Oh no. I like, what I like most about it is. I can focus on what I'm wearing and less about my hair. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to like, oh, no. I don't know. It's just like hair is another, it's a whole other world. It's a whole other situation. It's like you got to braid it and piggy tails and shit like that. It's like, fuck that. I could just do a cute outfit and be bald. Like there's a hell of bad bitches that are bald in this world. Like, why would I have to do hair all the time? Yo. This is not so bad after a while. <laughs> right. Once you kind of settle into it. Yeah, it sounds like she's in a rush to get yeah. out of there. Yeah. Or she's terrified. Yeah, I know. It sounds like they're both being chased by ghosts. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> funny. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, SNL was back. Did anybody watch or did everybody just yeah, do what everybody does and watch the clips Sunday morning? No, I watched the whole thing live. You did watch the whole thing live? Yeah, with a bowl of ice cream. Wow. Oh. Uh, Pete Davidson was the host. Uh, they didn't do a cold open skit. Uh, there wasn't a uh, comedy-filled opening monologue. Instead, uh, Pete came out and said this. This week, we saw the horrible images and stories from Israel and Gaza. And I know what you're thinking. Who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? <laughs> well, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, Uh, My dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So I know something about what that's like. Um, I saw so many terrible pictures this week of children suffering, uh, Israeli children and Palestinian children. And uh, it took me back to a really horrible, horrible place. 
And, um, you know, no one in this world deserves to suffer like that, you know, especially not kids. After my dad died, my mom tried uh, pretty much everything she could do to cheer me up. I remember one day when I was eight, uh, she got me what she thought was a Disney movie, uh, but it was actually the Eddie Murphy stand-up special, Delirious. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and we played it in the car on the way home, and, and when she heard the things Eddie Murphy was saying, uh, she tried to take it away. Um, but then she noticed something. Uh, for the first time in, in a long time, I, I was laughing again. Um, I don't understand it. Uh, I really don't, and I never will. But sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. Um, you know, my heart is with everyone whose lives have been destroyed uh, this week. Um, but tonight, I'm going to do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. Um, remember, I said try. <laughs> and live from New York, it's Saturday night. So that was the opening. Perfect. Um, and then they did a riff on uh, I'm Just Ken, that song from the Barbie movie, but uh, I'm Just Pete. No one cares about the work I do. I made a show with Joe Pesci too And no one streamed it but my mom Oh no! <laughs> I do things like call up Colin Jones And say, tell me we should buy a boat <laughs> anyway. tell me I had butthole eyes Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Uh, Taylor Swift showed up. They did like a whole thing with the NFL and all this other stuff. Uh, But Taylor Swift did show up to introduce Ice Spice. Once again, Ice Spice. Oh. SNL, what up? Oh, she performed the new song with Rema. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love this song. Pretty Girl? Was Rema actually there? Yes, he was. Oh, my God, amazing. Yeah, so good. They're pushing this song hard, huh? Let me see her live. I didn't hear this yet. Oh, so good. I'm glad she performed that song on Saturday. That's wicked. I, I want to see... Uh, I want to see Rema and Omi perform together because I think I could go oh. from like that song right into Cheerleader, oh, like yeah. back to back. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Oh, perfect. Like what a vibe. And uh, Taylor Swift's uh, Eras Tour over the weekend, their concert film, mm-hmm. uh, pulled in an estimated 95 to $97 million. Oh uh, however, God. the final tally could be closer to 94 when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, internationally, 31 to $33 million is the estimate. So globally, she's sitting at around 126 to 130 million, making it the highest-grossing concert film in domestic box office history. Did you guys so. see that one video somebody posted of the theater that they were at mm-hmm. watching Eras, and the whole place? It was li- it was like basically like you were at the concert. Yeah, the place was live. Everyone dancing, singing, having a good time. People were even down like. In the in front of the screen, you know that big area yeah. where the front row is, and yeah. like dancing and stuff. And then I go through the comments, and every single thing, every single comment, people are like, "My theater was not like this." No, where is this theater? 
Yeah, but did, did you did see you, the video you, where Taylor Lautner was doing uh, backflips in the front row? Did you see the no. video of Taylor Swift watching her own movie? No. Where she's standing up and dancing I'm like partying. she's not Taylor Swift? But that was from the premiere, right? From the premiere yes. last Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. She watched it with fans yeah. and everybody was up and dancing and she was up and like lip syncing to herself. It's like, no, that's not cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Like, but yeah, spoiler. so are the theaters spoiler. are the theaters not rowdy here? I don't know. Like everything people were like, hey, I watched a movie in Montreal God, and it you, didn't no. it, it was like could people you, were just sitting watching but it. Could like you a movie. imagine though that that's your expectations and you go in and you try to start it? And, oh. and and people just don't like. And they're like, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, let's start with Madonna. She kicked off her uh, big tour on Sat. Was it Saturday night, Maury? Saturday night at the O2. Saturday night at the O2. What's the tour called? Jurassic Park? <laughs> Celebration wow. tour. Wow. Celebration, man. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. I uh, wish I looked as good as her at 65. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, we'll she, find she, out listen, in two years? She, oh, oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> so let's just go through some of the Madonna stuff here. Uh, you just go through whatever you want to over there, Mo. I'm sort of liking the fact that she kept things sort of the way that they originally sounded. She didn't do a lot of messing with the arrangements. None of the songs she did. Yeah, do you think that's because of some of the backlash? Like, I know Damon Mori has been very vocal, and your husband, Matthew, mm-hmm. have been very vocal about changing up the songs and, like, doing yeah. only the remix versions. It's because this shows. is a greatest hits tour, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm convinced this is her last tour. So yeah. she wants to go out with all of us remembering how they sounded. Uh, what else you got there, Mocha? Holiday. And she never does this one the right way, and she is. Yeah. Like, she only does, like, remix versions? Yeah, yeah, right. she does a terrible version of it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, what, what else got. you got there? Sounds just like the record, yeah. right? So are, are people happy then? People are thrilled. People are- yeah, all the videos of reviews we watched, everyone's very happy. So here, people me... are upset that she left songs out. Yeah, which is which is tough. But I mean, she was playing stuff that she hasn't played since like the early '90s yeah. on yeah. tour, Lived right? To tell, yeah, yeah. Uh, bedtime story she hasn't done since '95. Rain she hasn't done since '93. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is on there? That uh, Don't Tell Me, she hasn't done since 2016. Dine of the Day, she hasn't done since 2004. Mm-hmm. Justify My Love, she hasn't done since 93. Wow, so these are like... Yeah. yeah realistically, so I, I think, like the biggest and best Madonna hits. Then. Yeah, so here, let me read you part of one review from a, from a, somebody who is a Madonna fan. And and because, and, I, I mean, none of us were at the show, so I don't know the sort of vibe. Uh, they say that uh, if this show has a problem, it's that it's rather too long, too self-indulgent, and has too many pretentious interludes. I mean, I think if it's your concert, you can be as self-indulgent as you want to be. <laughs> it's, your, it's your stage. <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh, they go on to say, I can see why the body of work is huge, and there's a lot of ground to cover. Plus, 65, Madonna needs to re- her rest breaks. Uh, but the main issue, I think, is that she seems to have slightly misjudged her audience. Quite a few around me left early, uh, retreated mm. to the bar, or just went on their phone. Phones, bored by the overblown symbolism and endless, endless, slightly embarrassing onstage smut and snogging. Oh, wow. So I guess there's like a lot of making out and stuff. Uh, waiting for the train afterwards, the overall post-gig chat that I heard was not universally positive. They say, I think, uh, I think what she's quite 
grasped in her... I think what she hasn't quite grasped is that her core fans and the ones who can afford tickets to see Madonna are old. Oh, wow. <laughs> So I think that maybe the, 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 yeah, those words cut deep. Huh? <laughs> well, we almost couldn't afford it, so maybe I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah, but more. Here's the thing: at your age, you should be able to afford it. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, let me ask you this question here: If there was an R&B round Mount Rushmore, who would be on that R&B round Mount Rushmore? Shem, I'll start with you. Sure. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Okay. Oh, good one. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Yep. <sighs> um, I'm probably going to go Diana Ross. Really? Yeah. That's a legend. Um, you, already get, you already did four, right? No, that's three. That's three. And... Wow, who else? Um, oh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Malka, is yours My- any, any different? Yeah. Michael Jackson, number one. Yeah. I would even say Usher. Would be on there. Uh, I would put Beyonce on there. I would put. It's crazy. I don't. I, I'm, I'm learning right now. I don't know what the hell R and B is because I would never say Michael Jackson was an R and B artist. He's a pop star. Well, I know they call him the king of pop, but his yeah. music for the most part was okay. R&B. I would. And you think so? I, I know oh, yeah. people yeah. are gonna hate, but I'll even put Chris Brown on there. Wow. <gasps> I was gonna say Chris Brown. What about Aretha Franklin? <laughs> You can say Chris Brown now. Maria. So, yeah, Maria exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I would say Rita. I don't know more. I don't know. But here is uh, Mario. Remember Mario? Yeah. So Mario. they uh, TMZ caught up with Mario and asked Mario to do his R&B Mount Rushmore. I want to know your R&B Mount Rushmore. I'm super curious Ooh, to know. Mom Guys, girls, Rushmore. whoever. <laughs> Beyonce, Michael Jackson. Okay. Um, Beyonce, Michael Jackson. Yes. Me. Okay, you. <laughs> All right, you, put you, you know why this? I say that? Hold on, because yeah, I grew up listening to so many different types of music, and my mother and my grandmother. So I got like two generations of just soul music, you know, just great R and B. You know what I'm saying? That I grew up to. So that's why I say my voice kind of I can do a little bit of everything. I would say the fourth person would be a fourth person would be Whitney Houston. Okay, Whitney Houston. Okay. So okay. Let's get this straight. Michael Anybody Jackson, else? Beyonce, Whitney Houston, and Mario. Yeah. No. Mario, you had one Mario. number one hit in like 2004, 2005. What was it? Let Me Love You. This track. Baby, I just don't get it. Do you enjoy being hurt? I know you smell the perfume, the makeup on your shirt. You don't believe his stories. You know that there are lies. Never heard the song before. What? No. I like it though. Uh, number one on the Billboard charts for nine straight weeks. Really? Yeah. But this like is it. like your only number one song, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me go through your chart history, Mario, and embarrass you, bro. Oh damn. Okay. Damn. You had a song that. I'm not even going to say it, but it was in the 50s. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like peaked? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Peaked at 52. Yeah. yeah. That's not not Rushmore. No. No, 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 no. No, no, you have another song. That's a pebble. Peaked at 33. You have another song. Peaked at 14. 
You had another one like peaked at number four. Yeah. This was like arguably this was your biggest song, Mario. Yeah, like if like you, you can't. Yeah, like if you were like, who are the top uh, R&B artists of all time? But you had to write them down with a sharpie on like a middle school desktop. Maybe you would put Mario, <laughs> but he's not Mount Rushmore, no. right? Not at all. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We were going through uh, Madonna's set list from her O2 Arena shows in London uh, earlier in the show today. And that was night one, but now I'm just reading reviews of night two. And I guess Madonna was late. Oh, no. And they have a hard curfew at the O2. Mm -hmm. And so they cut the show at 11. And so people on night two didn't get to hear Like a Virgin, Bitch on Madonna, or Holiday. Oh, damn. Wow. That's How late was she? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how late she was, but the 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 out is um, eleven o'clock. Well, three I think songs if, late. Yeah. I think if you're an artist and you have a set time, start time for your show, <sighs> and you're late, I think yeah. your fans deserve a little bit of a refund. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then Lauren Hill owes me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, Lauren Hill owes a lot of people a lot of money. <laughs> Same with Rihanna. Because because I think what winds up because I, th- I think at the O2. Um, Monday to Saturday, the curfew is 11, but on Sundays it's 1030. Oh. So she doesn't have that buffer that she normally would at other Mm. places. So they had to cut the show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, more stuff on the memoir, including Will Smith responding. Whoa, what a simp this guy is. I don't know what she has on him. I don't know. I don't know what she has on Will. So she she, just blows up the spot like every day, bro. And she went on the book. She went in that book. She's like, we're not married. Like we're not. When he said wife, I was like, what? Like all of this stuff, right? His latest, just so you know, his latest post on Instagram is him just lying like on a bed on a boat and it just says notifications off. No, but, he said, he said, fun fact, I can nap ev- anywhere. Well, the right? caption is notifications yeah, off. Yeah, but the, and then Jada replied to that with just like two smiley faces. Oh, like, and remember, like, and remember it was his birthday and she didn't even say I love you. Like, yeah. didn't say anything like that. Now we know why. So here is a clip of Jada. We'll go with the one where he, she's talking to uh, Jay Shetty on the, uh, on purpose with Jay Shetty because he reads off a statement that he got from Will. So listen to this. On Oscar night 2020. Oh, the other one. I applaud and honor you. If I had read this book 30 years ago, I definitely would have hugged you more. Oh, wow. I'll start now. (laughs) No, Will. Welcome to the Authors Club. I love you endlessly. Now go get some Merlot and take a rest. He know I can't have no more love. Oh, damn. <laughs> right? That was a response. That's beautiful. What else? That's why I can't divorce that joker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because he's such a simp. Yo, it's like right? just continuously clowning on the guy. Right? That's why I can't divorce him. Because look at how devoted he is to me. Uh, he also, New York Times got a, a statement from Will Smith as well, where they say that uh, reading uh, his, I guess, reading Jada's memoir kind of woke him up. Uh, they go on to say, paraphrasing Will, that he didn't realize uh, that she is more resilient, clever, and compassionate than he ever understood. And he says, when you've been with someone for more than half your life, a sort of emotional blindness sets in, and you can all too easily lose your sensitivity to 
their hidden nuances and subtle beauties. That's what he got from reading the book. Bro. Nah, bro. Hold on. Yeah. So do you want to play, play the other clip now, which was uh, uh, from, uh, is it Good Morning America? Is that who it was from? Yeah, with yeah. Hoda. With Hoda. Um, talking about the Oscar slap. On Oscar night 2022, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock after Chris made a crack about Jada's hair. I could tell it bothered you. You, you did an eye roll. Like. Right. Yeah. And I did that eye roll not so much for me. And I think this is really important. But the fact that there could be a jab at alopecia. Will then went on a profane tirade warning Chris not to mention his wife's Here name. Jada couldn't believe what she was hearing. What is going on? Now, first of all, I'm really shocked because... Mind you, I'm not there. We haven't called each other husband and wife yeah. in a long time. I'm like, what is going on I right keep now? My wife's, wife's name. name out of your yes. mouth, yes. right? And I'm yes. like, but now I'm really worried for Will because I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. What viewers did not see at the time while Oscar clips were being shown was Chris Rock leaning over the stage to talk to Jada. And Chris looks to me and he says, Jada, I meant you. I meant no harm. Now, I'm just out of it because I'm really worried about Will. And what's Will doing? He's just sitting there? And Will's still talking. He's like, he's still, because now he's mad because Chris (laughs) is talking to me. And I go, Chris, this is about some old That's all I could think to say, right? And I couldn't really take in his apology. Oh, what a great sell for the book. Right? I am buying this. I'm going to buy the... Is Isn't she it? narrating it? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, it is. I she is. So. Oh, my I God. So. Okay. I think so. I got to buy this. You got to be kidding Will, me with that, man. right? What you going to do, And, and his response is, I should have hugged you more. What I don't understand is she sees him slap Chris Rock and her first thought was, yes. did you just call me your wife? wife? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Yes. That's crazy. Oh, this is poor guy. This man. is not a good time for Will. Good no. thing he's on that boat. I know. <laughs> One Don't way come trip. home. <laughs> no, ever. No. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Drake's dad, Dennis, is that his name? Yes, yeah. Dennis. Uh, so the paparazzi caught up with him because there's been a lot of people wondering if and when Drake is going to come out and say something uh, about Israel and uh, the, the the terror attacks and, and everything else. And he's faced some real harsh criticism for it. But it's kind of like a, you know, you, nobody's winning saying anything right now. Yeah. Uh, but the people who are commenting on it are sort of, you know, go, putting themselves out there and they're dealing with it. Uh, and they asked Drake's dad about the fact that, um, that Drake hasn't commented on anything. Drake's obviously Jewish. Does this, everything going on in the world, hit really close to home for him? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure it affects everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just totally ridiculous. It is, it is isn't it? Yeah, it's totally ridiculous. Celebrities don't really know how to use their platform right now because it seems like they'll well, get criticized you, about Yeah, it. if you say something about this one, you're going to get criticized. Right. And you say if you say something about someone else, you're going to get criticized. So, uh, so sometimes you think uh, better to keep your mouth shut yeah, or stay out of it. Right. You know, like uh, especially if you're somebody that's well known. Yeah. Uh, but be a celebrity and say something uh, favoring one against the other, and it's going to come back on you. So you think Drake's better off just like yeah, sticking this one just out? Be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Suzanne Summers passed away oh, over the weekend. No. 
Remember this song? Did you guys do? Did you ever remember? Did you ever watch Three's Company, Sham? Oh yeah, I love it. Okay. You know the show, Maria? Uh, only because my dad mentioned it. Three's Company too. Um, uh, Ropers or Furley, Mocha? What? Did you watch Three's Company? Look, I know of it. Oh. Not really. No. Okay, so no then. No, okay, yeah, no. right? No, you didn't? What was, do you remember? The, you, you never, like... I know Furley. Yeah. He was the guy that... He was um, the, the landlord. Yeah. But, but the Ropers were the first landlord. Oh, okay. Right? No, so know. you don't remember the Ropers or the no, Furley? No, no. no. With Mrs. Roper wearing the big moo-moos and stuff like that? No. No? I know Furley, though. Do you remember his best friend, Larry? They used to hang out was and pick up chicks at the Regal Beagle? No, he wasn't a pimp. Oh. <laughs> He was, a, he was a bit of a dog. Oh, okay. But he, but he wasn't a pimp. A pimp? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's just the way he dressed and no. stuff. Do you remember Felipe down the hall? No. No? You don't remember Felipe? Uh-uh. No? Maury, you deal? remember Felipe? I remember all this. Yes. Felipe. Was, Felipe. was he the pimp? No, he wasn't. Oh. I don't think he was a pimp. Oh, I don't no. think I don't think the show had a pimp. It's oh. just 70s clothing. Yeah, I don't think everyone looked like a pimp. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> maybe yeah, that's why. I yeah, it did. Pimp. It looked like that whole show looked like a pimp and hose party, right? <laughs> the yeah, whole facts. show, right? R.I.P. Suzanne Summers. R.I.P. Suzanne Summers. Uh, you may know her if you don't know her from Three's Company. You may know her from the Thighmaster infomercials, which happened after uh, Three's Company. And uh, here is Suzanne Summers from back in the day talking just about how much money she made off selling thigh masters i use the thigh master every day of my life i do 50 in the morning 50 mid-afternoon and 50 while i'm lying in bed at night and i could crack walnuts with my thighs <laughs> <laughs> i live a good life and um 1995 times 10 million so kind of do the math you know and and we're probably at 15 million now we had partners 50 50 and they got drunk on money when they all started selling and they they overspent to the point where they could no longer afford to be in their side of the business so we bought them out we have a hundred percent wow three hundred million dollars is what she made off the thigh master brilliant right what a legacy right what a legacy r.i.p suzanne summers the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh we were talking yesterday how madonna the sunday night show so she did her opening show at the O2 in London was Saturday and then Sunday happened and the show was cut short and fans missed out on the last four songs of the set, which fans on Saturday night got to see fans on Sunday did not. Mm-hmm. And we we're talking about how the curfew on Saturday for that arena is 11, but on it's Sundays Sunday. it's 1030. Uh-huh. She ran the show until 11 because she Sunday. was late. Okay. She was late to the stage. Show ran till 11. As soon as 11 hit, they ended the show, that's mm-hmm. when people lost out on the four songs. But because she ran from 10.30 until 11, which is over curfew, mm-hmm. they she now has to pay a $300,000 penalty. So that's like nothing for her. That's a lot of money. That is a, that's lot, a lot of, of money. money. Even like to a people, millionaire. People in her organization would be freaking out. $300,000. On, on night two. And I watched the all of the Sunday show, and it was like right after she sang the song "Rain." She literally just went like "Good night, everyone," and like bailed. Yes, that's what happens. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because if she was eleven oh one, it would have been another three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like she went down into the stage, right? gone. Yeah. So you tell me, three hundred thousand dollars doesn't matter? Clearly, it does. clearly so, it does. Wow. Like, what happened? Is it like the neighborhood? Do people complain? 
you think? No, I don't know what it. It could be union stuff. Like often, often it's union stuff. Like if there's oh. union workers that 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 are taking care of the of the arena and the gotcha. staff that they have to pay and all oh, right, all of yeah. this all of this other stuff. Like that's sort of why they have curfews. Bands historically have like there's like a lot of rock bands where they're like always late mm. and they just pay it. Like that budget, that money oh, is they don't that, care. that money is worked into the tour. Oh, <laughs> right. Like yeah, it's yeah, and yeah. that's always happened. But I think for stuff like this when a show is just timed so perfectly where uh-huh. that Madonna show is going to be most likely be the exact same amount of time every single night that she plays it. That's just the way modern concerts are. But yeah, she went over $300,000. Damn. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, a reporter caught up with Sean Levy, who is directing is the new Deadpool. Oh, okay, Because remember, yeah. at the football game, uh, Taylor Swift was there, and Sean Levy was there, and Ryan Reynolds was there, and Hugh Jackman was there. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was like, oh, damn, I wonder if Taylor is in the new Deadpool. And then those rumors became, is Taylor playing Dazzler in the new Deadpool and joining the MCU? And- so a reporter caught up with, uh, with Sean, and they asked him about the rumors, and he said, quote, they sure are loud. I'm going across the board. No comment. That's because it's a double whammy. That's Taylor related and it's MCU related. I'm no dummy. You're going to have to wait and see. So is Taylor Swift going to bring attention now to the MCU? Is she, she going to put MCU on the map? On the map, baby. <laughs> on the map. <laughs> Uh, Damn! Yeah. If anyone needs to be put on the map, it's DC, uh, right? I'll need to hire ta- Taylor. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, Scarlett Johansson was on the red carpet for the um, I don't even the, the 17th annual Golden Heart Awards. I don't even know what that is. Oh. Uh, but uh, Scarlett Johansson married to Colin Jost. Colin Jost, of course, now back at work at SNL. Here's Scarlett on him finally getting out of the house. Uh, SNL is back. I watched. Did you watch? Are you excited to see Colin back out there? Yes, I think you know those. They're so like I felt like the show was really like loopy and you know fun and you know obviously everybody is overexcited to get back to work over there. It's been something that the cast and the crew have all been desperate to do. Um, so it's it's a little like light at the end of the tunnel for everything else that's going on. And is it nice having him out of the house or you miss it? I don't know. I miss him. You know, he works really crazy hours, but I'm happy that he's, you know, back at work and doing the thing that he loves. That makes that makes everybody happy at the house. Nah, she's glad he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Right? Oh my God. Y'all don't remember what happened during the pandemic when everybody was home? <laughs> Completely. Right? She's yes. like, I got to go through this again three years later. And she's not at work either. Right? I know. Like, that's at least if she was working, then. You know, she could go off and, oh, my God, I have to go to Milan to uh-huh. shoot with some gorgeous guy. Day, for, yeah, whatever, right? At least she could do that. But, like, the when the actors are on strike and the writers and she's at home and he's at and home. He's both? And he's Bro, actor and writer? Bro, like... Pandemic all over it's again. all over. That killed, and that... We know what that did to relationships, the pandemic. People, yeah. people, I don't know if couple, like... You're not, Tested, des- man. you're not designed to be. That was the ultimate test. Yes. I started dating during the pandemic. You did? Yeah, we met But you didn't live together, though. But you didn't live together. No, but we spent, like, almost, like, every day, all day together. Did you break rules when you first hooked up? Uh-uh. Probably. 
<laughs> yes. Wait, wait. Were we? Were I'm we, trying to figure were, out like were we, we, we were, the, restaurants were closed and everything. Okay, so. so and then you were on what app did you meet on? Hinge. Hinge. So the restaurants were closed. We were in lockdown. You were on Hinge. Mm-hmm. Where did you guys go on your first date? We went. We drove to the distillery and then we walked. So the past distillery. everything so, that was closed. So, so outside, yeah. outside, right? Okay. Yeah, you broke rules. Yeah. You well, broke. No, we went, he we, went to his house and she went to her house. That's breaking the rules. Yeah. But you could like go in to get like a coffee. Like we did that. And then we had to leave after we got the coffee. But Right. Yeah. So did you go to his house? Well, not until like the. The, the oh, what? Yeah. The next night? No. <laughs> the next day? He invited me to his birthday. Like oh, technically on like our third date. So uh, yeah, I guess. You're not going to go to jail. You can just admit it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think timelines. Yeah, yeah. I went to his house, obviously. Yeah. yeah so you okay. broke rules. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Rule breaker. How many people were there? Probably like 15. Oh, my God. Oh, you, guys, you guys. Super spreading event. <laughs> <laughs> what about Nana? Right? Yeah. What about Nana? Yeah. Take, take, <laughs> we got to look after our old people and stuff. Remember that? God, what a terrible time. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, one of those guys that sort of lived that life. And I don't think he drinks anymore. I think because the last time he got drunk, remember he posted a nude selfie. Mm. Then he had that whole thing. Please so, drink more then. <laughs> he was on with Bill Maher talking about what it was like back in the day. It's just, it's easy to fall in love with the way it makes you feel, the way it makes you relax. And then all yeah. of a sudden you're like, I'm Amazing. drinking two gallons of vodka a day. <laughs> well, this you, is not the, uh, like you're trying to kill yourself now. This is not like. Are you talking about yourself? For yeah, come on. Two gallons. A no, day. I what? swear to you, dude. I swear to God. Gallons. Gallons. The big handle. I know what a gallon is. Two. Because I know it's four quarts. Yes. And a quart is like a bottle of liquor. Is a normal bottle. Mm-hmm. So you drank eight bottles of liquor? Yeah, a day. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm. T- ask my wife. <laughs> for how long? F- man, for a long time. <laughs> oh my I mean, God. your liver must be made of asbestos. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I can't, uh, I can't believe. I pinch myself on a daily basis. Like, f- my sh- still. I just did like the full body scan where they do say head to toe everything, and. I can't believe smoking, drinking, all the dumb shit or the fun shit that I've done. Right. Dude, the doctor was like, you're good. <laughs> Yo, that's fact. Okay. Two gallons okay, just of so, liquor just a day. So, okay, so a gallon, okay, a gallon is 128 ounces. A standard shot is 1.25 ounces to 1.5 ounces. God. So we, if we're being conservative... A gallon, and he was drinking, he says, two gallons a day. A gallon of vodka is equivalent to 85 shots of vodka. Oh, my God. <laughs> Double Maria, that. Maria, that's kind of like you over the weekend, Double right? Double that. <laughs> 20 yeah. shots of tequila? Yeah, me and Tommy Lee were drinking together. <laughs> Double that. No. That's, wow. That's, that's crazy. Insane. That's too much. No. That's even if it was water. He's right, though. He should be dead. Oh, and he didn't even, I, I don't even think we, like, he did, did they even, I haven't watched the full interview, but did they even talk about heroin? Oh, right, yeah, then there's that. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. On the same day. <laughs> then, there's, then there's that. I know, that is crazy, wow. man. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith still out here talking about uh, Will oh, and, yes, and the relationship. So, so this is kind of like her walking a few things back, I guess, but it's still very confusing oh, for no. for the audience. So, this was her talking about how after the Oscar slap, mm-hmm. it actually brought them closer together. So, like. Her like Will had to publicly melt down and embarrass himself and torch his career mm-hmm. in order for her to be like, mm, yeah, you're my man. People were really surprised to find out that you and your former husband, still husband or former husband? He's still that's that's still my that's still my man. Okay, you know, I, yeah, still my man. I you know just from my own healing, I just call us life partners. But he's. Oh. He's my dude. He's he's my right hand. Oh, no. Well, one of the things that surprised people that you re- you've revealed is that you and Will have lived separate lives since 2016. Why was this one item, like a juicy item, something that you decided not to share until recently? You know, I wasn't ready. You know, I wanted, listen, uncoupling consciously is a very difficult thing, right? And so in this process of learning how to, you know, I had a lot of things I had to resolve so it wasn't like a war in public. I didn't want that, like, for Will and I. And so I really needed time to get myself together. And in that process of my healing, you know, just realized, like, do I really want to be divorced? Do I really want to be separated? And then the Oscars came. And believe it or not, it's like... It's crazy how intense events can bring people together. Because once the Oscars happened, Will and I got closer. Hmm. Um, and so really, that I, actually that actually helped. It, how so? Well, because it was a it 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 was a storm. <laughs> and guess what? Will hopped on a oh boat God. to get out. Now, <sighs> has anyone heard from him since that picture of him no, on a boat I don't leaving? Think so. And he did a couple, like, he did a couple statements about the book. And apparently he read it ahead of time and was like, didn't want her to change anything. And the, does this not sound like a, like an incredibly emotionally abusive relationship? Like, he sounds like yeah. somebody that you, and, and talks like and acts like somebody who is completely in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not healthy at all. No, it's one of the most unhealthy. And she's so calm about everything. Which is she's scary. controlling it. And she yeah. gets such joy in talking about how they're not together. Like when she was talking to Hoda, she was giddy talking about how they're not together. I wonder if anymore. it's because she's like, finally, I can, I can tell the story. But you shouldn't be joyful about it. Well, she is clearly. <sighs> it's so wild to me, though, that when I listen to his book. <laughs> Like, none of this. None of this. Right? Even during the promo. Like, just love for his family. Yeah, none love of, for Jada. None of this. None of this. And maybe he looks at the relationship differently than she does. Shem? Maybe. Does it make you wonder, and I'm just, this is just strictly conjecture here. Does yeah. it make you wonder if, like, this is her sort of get back? Like, maybe there's something that happened in their relationship between the two of them. That we don't know? That we just don't know about. And no. this is her, pub- obviously, very public way. Of sort of getting back, this feels this feels nasty, right? I, I agree. Why would she I, say still my man? 
No, because, I, because that's how you keep him, right? Like that's that's what you do like with, the, with, the, with the manipulation and everything else. I would say, Shem, yes, you you may be right, but I would also say that I think that this now, what we're seeing, is for the first time what that relationship actually is. Yeah. I don't think that this is new. I think that this has been the way it's been for ever, for sure, for ever. Sure. Yeah, it's crazy though, man. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, big controversy with the Maple Leafs goal song. So as we know, for years, fans were calling for them to get rid of the Hall & Oates You Make My Dreams track, right? Yeah. And as we know, this nothing gets Maria going more than Hall & Oates. <laughs> right? Yeah. Thank you. Loves it. And so all during preseason, they were using this, uh-huh. right? And everybody's like, oh, God, here we go with another full season. Whatever. Uh, so then game one, which was the Saturday night against um, Montreal, they used Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi, the Steve Aoki remix. Classic. Which is this. Mm, I love, love this song. You know when the beat kicks in? Yes. That's a celebration song right there. Right? Yeah. So a team spokesman for the Leafs told the Canadian press that the team is aware about the concerns about lyrics that reference drunk driving. What? In this song. They said that these lyrics were not part of the portion that they played live in the stadium. Oh, my God. For context, um, I guess there's like it talks about smoking weed and drinking and drunk driving, and he's cool with that and everything else. Oh. So uh, the oh, next, yeah. so on Saturday's game, so that was a Wednesday. So then on Saturday's game when they were playing Minnesota Wild, they played Dup Dup by Mickey Krause as their goal song. <laughs> Very Euro. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Look at Maria. Oh, Maria loves it. I love Euro. She's Euro. Yeah, <laughs> look at her, right? No. So that very Euro, yeah. right? And then so that's now the, s- the second new song. Uh-huh. Last night, yeah. they play Chicago Blackhawks. Uh-huh. Leaf only scored one goal. Yeah. And their goal song that they used last night was Panama by Van Halen. Hmm. No. It's safe. So I don't know where they're going to land, but they seem to be using a different goal song every night. But every other team has used all these songs. Yeah. Why does this sound like the Ultimate Warrior theme song? Oh, my God, guys, why don't they just use this? (laughs) Maple Leafs, why don't you guys just use, like, wrestling theme songs? Right? God, I haven't heard this in forever. Like, they should just use this. Totally. Oh, my God. No. Guys, you know, if the Maple Leafs are going to use a celebration song that's going to get the crowd hype. Yeah. And, like, really go over. Yeah. Big crowd pop. Yeah. You got to drop this. Oh. Right? Yeah. Oh, come on. 
opposing team Damn. on the opposing team, I'd be shook. I would be so shook hearing yeah. the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme song. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, so. It's too slow. No, it's I not. Agree. It's too slow. It's too slow. No. I agree. You're not going to get a whole stadium up no. and learning, clapping like, no, this? No. Do you wow. not see what happens inside of arenas all over the world? Yeah, but UWE fans are different when this people. Like... Come on. Let's go back to Hall and Oates. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you, more. I would, I would rather listen to Hall and Oates. What, Lee Storm, you hear? ready to pay $1 per year to use Twitter. What? No. So, Wait. Did you say a year? $1 per year. I guess. So they're testing out uh, on X. They're not a bot program in New Zealand and the Philippines right now. And okay. it is going to charge new users and unverified users. So anybody who's not currently paying to oh. have the blue check mark, uh, one dollar a year for access to posts, reply, like, lists, all of that stuff. Uh, without the one dollar a year, you can still read Twitter, but you really can't interact with anything. And this is what Elon Musk says. Uh, this new program aims to defend against bots and spammers who attempt to manipulate the platform and disrupt the experience of other X users. We look forward to sharing more about the results soon. So a buck. Sure. A buck. But that's not going to stop someone who runs a bot program. Like if you got 20 of them, 20 bucks a month. Or a year? But they will know who is paying. Oh, I guess like, they would know. Because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. unless you're allowing people to pay with crypto, which I don't think they would for a dollar no, a year. No, 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 no. Um, but then you would sort of know, huh. like, that it's traceable. But I'll tell you, like, even just charging people, like, there's a lot of, like, Twitter completely flipped, right? Like, mm. blue check marks used to be sort of like, oh, okay, you know, this, some, this is somebody who's somewhat accountable or notable or whatever it is. Now, if there's a blue check mark that I see on Twitter, I literally scooch right by it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it's the the people who paid for it have, in my opinion, been the awful people. Totally. Yeah. Totally see, yeah. Do I? Yeah, my check mark's gone. Yeah. I'm yeah. not paying them. No. You're not gonna do a dollar? I'll do a dollar. Oh yeah, no. Sorry, I won't. I'm not gonna pay for the blue check mark. No. I'll pay to continue yeah. to use Twitter or yeah. X, yeah. whatever. They'll get my dollar. They'll get my dollar. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, when talks broke down last week between the major studios and the Screen Actors Guild, so the the Actors Union, we knew that they were far apart. And they had said that the gap between the two sides was too great to continue productive negotiations, right? Mm. So this comes down to that number of streaming revenue, right? Like what the union wants set aside as residuals for streaming content and then what the studios are willing to pay. So when the talks broke down, everybody was like, man, just go back in the room and try and figure it out, mm -hmm. right? So here's how big that gap is and why they're no longer talking and why this strike could go on for a very long time. The union is asking for $480 million a year in residuals from streaming. Okay. The studios want to pay 20. Hmm. 20 million? 20 million. 
That doesn't seem fair. The union is asking for four hundred and eighty million. The studios offered twenty. So there's no room for negotiation. <laughs> That's how far apart they are right now in their negotiations. That's My, the that's the that's the difference. Are we going to hit a time in let's say a year, year and a half, yeah, where there's going to be a big gap between releases because things that are coming out now were obviously filmed mm-hmm. going back at least 2 years. Yeah. Right? Maybe 3 years. Yeah. Is there enough material out there to keep filling dates no, for new are, releases? Things are going to get pushed. Things are already getting pushed. Hey, Maury, yeah. how were you talking to Josh Hartnett at M. Night Shyamalan yesterday? So, yeah, apparently that... Hold on, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. so Maury was... I don't know, were you walking oh, home? Oh, oh, oh. I... Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Thank you. Um. So you were what? You were walking home? So, I yeah, I was outside taking my dog out to pee, and I noticed there were all the camp, the trailers or whatever where the movies was filming, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I was watching them film, and it's this uh, M. Night Shyamalan's new movie for next year called Trap. Right. And I saw Josh Hartnett. So I Did said, you talk hi. to him? I said hi to him. I said, how are you enjoying your time here? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they did a picture together. I saw it. Like, it's legit. Like, he was, what? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was hanging on set yesterday. Was he nice? With, with Super nice. He was drinking a green drink. But how are they filming? That's it, the thing. I have no idea. You didn't and, ask? No, and apparently I broke news because um, M. Night uh, fans had no idea. M. Night Josh, who? Say it. M. Night Shyamalan's fans okay. are, has no idea that Josh Hartnett is in this movie. Okay. So people were freaking out about that. Wait, but you, so you talked to both of them? Yeah, M. Night's super nice. But you okay, didn't, but you didn't ask about like, the strike How the are you guys even filming right now? No, I was just, li- like, they were super busy filming. You took a selfie. Yeah, that was quick. They weren't that busy, but if they so stopped down to talk. What I understand is it's an independent movie, and Josh got, like, a pass to do it because it's an independent filming movie. You can film independent movies. Mm, yeah, I guess. A lot of those passes. A lot of people seem to be... A lot of movie stars are getting those passes. Right? A lot of, a lot of big directors are getting those passes. So what else did um, M. Night say? What's the movie called? The movie's called Trap. Yeah. Okay. And it was filming at the Rogers Center. Uh-huh. And the Rogers Center will be the place where a concert for Lady Raven's concert will take place. Oh, I love Lady Raven. <laughs> yeah, so there hot. was like um table set up where with fake Lady Raven shirts and stuff. And the Did scene you get was one? No, no, you weren't oh. able to take it. It's props. Oh. And the scene <sighs> is is Josh Hartnett and his daughter are going into the concert. Right. And then all of a sudden all these SWAT trucks and something happens in the concert where uh, like there's an insane amount of SWAT police come showing up. Oh, damn spoiler alert. <laughs> I didn't and NWA shows up to perform. <laughs> no, Lady Raven. Lady Raven. Damn. Yeah. So anyway, that's how far apart they are on uh, on negotiations, which is crazy. Oh, and can I say one more thing? <sighs> Josh Hartnett's hands are very smooth. Yeah. Big? No, oddly small. Really, huh? Yeah. Oh, I always thought he had a big hand. How are you going to diss a man like that? He's in this city probably listening to this show. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. I said he had smooth, small hands. I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Bruh. You know what? That may be, you can diss a man in a lot of different ways, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? You really could. Telling a man that he's got small, smooth hands mm. is one is right up there with one of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's right yeah. up there with one of the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We Paul. Well. Yeah. So, do, would you like to say anything to Josh Hartnett right now, Dan Moy? I'm not apologizing for facts. Oh. 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 <laughs> Josh Hartnett, you have an open invite man. to join us on the Raza Mocha Show anytime yeah. that you want while you're in this city. Uh, Damn. If you want to discuss, yeah. confront Dan Moy. Yeah. We had nothing. Roz and I had no, Roz. No. Let me just be clear. Roz, 
Uh, myself, Shem, and, and Maria had nothing oh, to do with that. Oh, hit us up, smooth and small. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Britney Spears in her uh, memoir, which comes out next week, uh, writes about uh, getting an abortion after becoming wow. pregnant with Justin Timberlake's baby. What? Uh, in an excerpt obtained by um, People magazine. Um, what? She says, uh, it was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a tragedy. I love Justin so much. I always expected us to have a family together one day. This would just be much earlier than I'd anticipated, she goes on to say. But Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives, that we were way too young. Uh, this was when they were dating. It was 99 to 2002 when they were dating. And mm-hmm. so this was sort of like right in the right in the middle. And I and, and they were both like peak career. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Justin Timberlake, obviously, with NSYNC. Yeah. Guess, right? And and I know a lot of people were, were when the story first came out that she was writing a book, the, 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 the rumors were that Justin Timberlake was freaking out. And this has to be why, because she's basically oh, saying boy. that if the decision was up to her, she would have kept the kid. Yeah. Um, but the it was Justin who was adamant on the on the abortion. And then now people are going back and rewatching uh, the video for every time. Because in the video for every time, if you read the lyrics for every time in the video, there's Britney in a hospital room and there's like one scene where somebody's giving birth to a baby. People had thought that that song was about the breakup with Justin Timberlake, but now mm. people are wondering if that song is about the abortion that oh she my God. didn't want to have, I guess. <sighs> and then can you believe after that, Justin Timberlake did Cry Me a River? I know. Right? It's still my favorite JT song. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. But I'm just saying, right? He does not he has to do that in sync uh, reunion now. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Yeah. He's got to do he's got to do something. He's got to like if I'm on the if if I'm Justin Timberlake right now, I'm like doing all the happy I'm, things. I'm, yeah, I'm offering like a, like an even split with the other guys too. Yeah. Uh-huh. He needs them. Yeah, need to get away. Yeah. Uh, Christina Aguilera on with Jimmy Kimmel last night and Christina Aguilera also if you remember the whole Britney and Christina thing and all yeah. this other stuff uh, so is there a chance that Christina might wind up in Britney's memoir you know Britney Spears has a memoir coming out do you think you will be in it has she called you and said hey um, heads up dude I don't know there's a chapter know. about you <laughs> are you hoping that you're in it I don't know <laughs> am I hoping I mean, I'm hoping that, you know, everything is all good with her and everything's yeah. beautiful. So, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, I think the future should be celebrated. And Sure. Yes. If you had to choose between being in it and not being in it. <laughs> um, you know, because I, I, I mean, I'm going to tell real, you, for, <laughs> I, yeah, for real, because I would like to be in it. I feel like. Maybe, I feel like maybe I'm you not will be in it. I, you know what? Let's put it this way. I'd rather be you than me. So, you know, <laughs> let's, hopefully you'll be let's in it. Let's for me. You'll make the book. Wow. Uh, Britney also accuses Justin Timberlake of cheating on her with, quote, another celebrity um, in her book. So, Christine Aguilera. I don't know who that would be. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Wolf. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. It's a good thing your paperback came out this week and not next week. I know. Thank you. A little bit broken, available everywhere. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to read at the book reading next week. Oh, I by got the way, give the details of, on that. Some yeah, people so missed it. It's, uh, so I'm doing, because I, I, I didn't do a reading, and I wasn't really wanting to do a reading, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do a reading. 
uh, on Monday the 23rd at uh, um, Queen Books, which is Queen and Logan, I think, something like that, uh, in, in Toronto. Um, and I'm doing it with... Uh, what? So for, what's the matter? I don't know what's the matter. Why are you laughing? I'm just because I just suddenly pictured Roz with his readers on and them printing oh, the book in large font no, for him. I, believe me, I thought about that because uh, I'm <laughs> not going to be able to read it from the book. Why don't you just read That's it what from I mean. your iPad? I can't read off an iPad. I don't Why? like reading off iPads. I don't have in. an iPad. Oh, okay. I Do know you want to borrow mine? No, I'm going to print it. I'm going to use paper oh. stapled like, at the top. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want me to yeah. hold it in front no, of you like they do cue cards? No, I don't. Oh, I might need no, cue no. cards. What? Why don't you just have it on the teleprompter? A teleprompter at a bookstore? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, that defeats no. the purpose. <laughs> okay, like I'm, I can't look that fancy. That's the thing is I have to sort of look organic when I do this. Well, you, then you have to but read it for the book. <laughs> Jesus. Hold on. Now that I have this, I got to get the details. I oh, the details. no, no, hold on. I have a great idea. What? What if I'm sitting in the back room yeah. And you have an earpiece, and I'm reading from the book, and you just repeat everything like, that I say. Like the Johnny Depp School of Acting? Yes. Like, we'll do it that way? Why don't we do no, that? No, we are not doing that. Uh, so this, the... the readers on, please, because you're going to... Oh, I wish everyone I could see what you just I, did. I He's holding his phone. You're going to give the wrong info. <laughs> what? Okay. You're going to send people to, Stop. like, a, a pet store. Stop. Okay, so uh, it's happening. So I'm... Uh, and if you, if you didn't get your book signed the first time, just come by. I'll sign it. Uh, the place is small, though, so get there early. Uh, it is going on on uh, Monday on the 23rd uh-huh. at Queen Books, 914 Queen East at 6 o'clock. I got all that right. Nine, let me see your phone. Wait, wait what's the matter? Give, give Mocha your phone. How yeah, far please, were you holding the phone check. from your face? Uh, yeah, 914. Okay, good. Probably yeah, like two, got, that's probably like two and a half no, feet. No, he got the info right. <laughs> like a full, my full arm length. He got the, squint the info too? right. What's that? Squint no, squinting too? doesn't work. No, 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 no. Squinting doesn't work. The only thing that works is distance. <laughs> okay. Right? Just put your readers yeah, on. Shut up. Damn, <laughs> 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 yeah, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, global anger has erupted as President Biden arrived in Israel against the backdrop of the hospital that was uh, blasted yesterday in Gaza. Um, the explosion has said to have killed hundreds of people, including children. According to the Gaza health minister, which is really Hamas, witnesses and journalists have described the scenes as complete carnage. Now, Hamas is blaming Israel. Israel Mm -hmm. is saying that it was a failed rocket from the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, which is another militant group in the region. They're denying their involvement. Um, Joe Biden said this morning, and this is just about the most Joe Biden way to react to this. God, what? When uh, they asked him, I guess he's been going through the details as far as who or what caused this blast. He said that it was, quote, done by the other team. Oh, my God. And Joe Biden. A like, lot of people were very quick to start saying very early on who was responsible for this, like a lot of big news organizations. And with something like this, like, you know, you're looking at World War Three kind of territory mm-hmm. with this, right? And... Nobody really knew at the time, and there's still no definitive proof, and this will be something that nobody will ever be satisfied with the answer, even regardless of what information, proof, research, data ever comes across anybody's Mm -hmm. eyes. Every single person who has already made up their mind about this, regardless of any info that can come from today forward. This will be the thing that nobody will ever agree on what exactly happened. It's crazy. 
with the other team quote. The other team. Yeah. Come on. It was done by the other team. Uh, I just think people need to be way more careful when something like this happens. I was watching mm-hmm. TV live when this happened yesterday. And Joe Biden? Or no, the no, no, no. The, the blast. The, the blast. The, the explosion. Because it was kind of in a parking lot, right? Uh-huh. Behind the hospital. And the thing about that parking lot and that area is where a lot of Palestinians were sort of gathered because it was just sort of an open area. And that's Mm. where they were sleeping and the people who weren't moving south and all this stuff. And maybe they had family or whatever that was actually in the hospital. Um, And then Israel has said forever that Hamas and they keep their rockets by hospitals just because they know Israel won't blast the hospital. Mm -hmm. But now they're saying that they did. And. Israel saying that it was a failed rocket from them and nobody Whoa. will nobody will ever agree on what happened yesterday with that tragedy. It's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, there's an army of moms on TikTok who are claiming to be detox specialists and are pushing methods for childhood behavioral disorders through detoxing. Mm-hmm. And what they're actually hiding is that they are, of course, all part of a multi-level marketing scam and the way that these moms get around this so mlms are banned on tiktok right multi-marketing so you click on the link you go to the website and Mm -hmm. you can buy the products but what they really want you to do is become a seller of the products Mm. right like sure that's you know know, these kinds of scams Uh right um, because they are, they, you can't do them. And so they try and deactivate these accounts. But these these people who are claiming to be um, detox experts with um, mouth sprays and bath treatments for children claiming without any evidence that they can help rid children of toxins such as heavy metals, parasites, mood swings, picky eating, and even autism. What? It has become... So crazy on TikTok uh-huh. with these trying to chase down these multi-level marketing scams um, that they can't sort of harness them. They can't reel them in because... Was it like pyramid scheme? Yeah, that, that type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like they want you to become a salesperson. So the person, you click their link, that person they makes get money kickback. and they get a kickback and, and, yeah, all this, yeah. and all this other stuff. But the way that they do it, right? The way that they pitch this stuff is that how they get around giving fake medical advice is that the way that these women do it on TikTok is this isn't medical advice. I'm just giving you advice mom to mom. Gotcha. Right? That's Why how they I trust you. You're another mom. That's how they that's how they do it. Mm. And the whole thing with detoxing, like detoxing is a scam. Detoxing is designed to sell products. There is no evidence to support any detox products from eliminating any toxins from the body. It is a fake treatment for a fake condition and there's no such thing as a detox bath. Right? <sighs> but that's what everybody's dealing with now. And there's a lot of people spending money on this. And these products are not cheap. Mm-hmm. They're very expensive. But when you're a mom, right, and you got a kid who's not eating or disruptive or autistic sure. or whatever you it is. You do whatever you can. You do whatever you can because that's what you do as a parent. Yeah, let me try this. Let me try it. It's also huge with the the parasite cleanses that you keep seeing on TikTok as well. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I keep getting those on mine. I've seen a few of these videos as well. But people saying like, do a parasite cleanse, take all these different things. You'll have a giant worm come out of you. What? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. You haven't clicked Um, on any of those links, have you, Maria? They're just TikToks. And just TikToks. I've, I've watched a few and then it yeah. makes you think like, oh, well, if I'm bloated, do I have a parasite? Or if, oh, if I feel like this, do I have a parasite? Like and a then, tapeworm? 
All kinds of yeah. all kinds of parasites you can get from food and stuff too, right? But they they and really what is play it like pills that. and powders and stuff like that? Yeah, like sprays, yeah. bats, exactly what Ross said. Like literally all of the above. Yes. yes. Okay. Those things are designed to sell product. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, yeah. Did you see Will Smith's um, reaction video to uh, JD yesterday on social? Yeah. So, Come on, Will. What you doing? Okay. So Will sat there. Can I just say wait, real quick? <laughs> yes. Okay. No, yes. go ahead. No, no, no. What it is, in I'm, case anyone hasn't okay, seen so, it. I assume so it's saw Will. It. Everybody wants a reaction from Will to Jada's book. And so it's Will Smith sitting in a chair and he's like, you want my response or whatever the hell he says. I don't know. And then he goes, huh, and he covers his arm and he sneezes. And as he sneezes, like the camera pans out and it's all this like sort of digital stuff going through the universe and all this yeah. crazy distance. And I don't know, maybe there's some metaphor to distancing himself from all of that or getting a perspective. I don't know what the significance of it was. I like the graphic. Yeah, but that's what it was, right? Yeah, and, I like the graphic. I like the animation. Yeah, but that's that's what his big response what if was. That's what he sees. What's that, that the drug he takes? When he has to go ayahuasca. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's what it's like when yeah, he takes I could ayahuasca. I never do that. Catherine, those people that have done ayahuasca. Really? Yeah. He they goes, say it's very he beneficial. He goes to like a remote place and like in a hut and like he has to stay there until yeah. it wears off. Yeah, I know. That's what you, that's the way that's you have to do it. That's what I learned from his book. Yeah. It's the, and people do that and they yeah. give you like a bucket to throw but up they like, stuff like that. You trip, like according to him. Like I, crazy. You trip balls yeah. on ayahuasca. You see things, you say yeah. things, you hear things. Yes. Yes, I could never. I could never let go like that. No. I could never do something like ayahuasca. No. And also, I don't like anybody enough to go out in the desert and get high with them. Right? Because you yes. don't want to do that alone, do no. you? You, you wake wanna... up, some sharpie all over your face. Right? That's what I mean. My <laughs> pants are gone. Right? I wake, up, I wake up. <laughs> I'm hungover, no pants. <laughs> like a loser written across my forehead. Yeah. A right? month later, you get a <laughs> look at your credit card statements, like thousands of dollars in Apple products. Yes, right? <laughs> like, just like, no, just no, no, it would be embarrassing stuff. It'd be like a thousand dollars in detox yeah. bath treatments. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, hey, did you see Billie Eilish's new back tattoo that she uh-huh. posted a picture of? I did. What in the hell's going on with that? Well, it's not finished, right? I don't know what you're going to turn that into. Like they got to clean it up and everything and let it set. But what is it? I think it's part of a bigger piece. So she posted a picture of herself and it's like a, it looks like a, just a giant scribble that goes from the very back of her neck all the way almost, down to the, to the small of her back. Almost like Celtic, right? No, it's just scribbles. Or, like or it looks style? like, yeah. Like how Grimes, when she did her, well, actually, no, hers looked like scratches. Somebody, one fan said that it looked like the portal for Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, to head to the upside yeah. down. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's part of a bigger piece. I think she's going to cover her whole back. Oof. Somebody says, why is it so messy? Did you use Cutlass to draw this? Oh, damn. Wow. <laughs> but it's... um. It looks infected. It, I mean, it's new, right? Guys, all, it's not done yet. All, all tattoos look infected when they're new, right? Not that. Bad. I don't know. But, I mean, I don't have big ones, so I don't... But Where I, do you have tattoos again? My ear, really? my foot, and my ribs. Oh, okay. But yeah. I don't like... Also, Also, the guy who was doing the tattoo is a very messy tattoo artist. Yeah, it yeah, should yeah. not be that dirty. Like yeah. during the process, like you it gotta, looks like a horror scene. Like it's really <laughs> right? filthy. Yeah, like when I get my like the guy that does my tat. Yeah, like he'll 
do a little bit, and then he wipes. Yes. Do a little bit, and then he wipes. So it's very clean. Yes, the whole process. Right? A I, lot of tattoo artists. And you that. understand there's blood involved, and there's ink involved, and everything 100%. else. But you, when you look at the picture of Billie Eilish lying there, I'm like, mm -hmm. it looks like, like... This guy was like, you know what? I'll clean up later. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? How do you see through the mess? <laughs> I don't know. That's my question. Because I, I guess that's I, part of the process, right? Yeah. Draw a little... You ink a little, and then you wipe, so you yeah. can see yeah. the canvas. It's um, it's not it's not attractive, and but I don't know. Normally, you can see a tattoo and go, yeah, it's going to be this, and you give it a little bit of time because you're like, ah, maybe it's not done yet, and there's some detail. But yeah. it looks like it looks like a five year old took a pen and just scribbled up and down through in the middle of her back. Maybe that's exactly what it is. It could be. Maybe that's hey, what it me, is. Maybe um, that's what it is. Because I know we were in the deep dive talking about tattoos just now, right? Yeah. And how I got my, my forearm done. Yeah. But when, so you got your forearm on your left, left arm, arm, right? Yeah. Done yeah. as well last year. Mm -hmm. So, because you used to talk before about like shave, trimming down the hair mm -hmm. on your arms. Mm -hmm. And then obviously when they did that for you, mm -hmm. this time around, they shaved it down. Yeah. So when I did mine in the summertime and my tattoo artist shaved it down, because mm -hmm. you had always talked about like how nice it feels. Feels great. Bro. Yeah. Like, I think I may have to start trimming down my arm hair. Yeah. It when, feels really when I, good. When I trim my chest and all that stuff, I always do my arms. I do just you? haven't done it in a while. Always. Yeah. Like when always do, a... do my arms. It feels great. When you put a shirt on yeah. after you've just trimmed down your arms. Yeah. Oh, there's no better laughing, feeling. Tom, why don't you just wax them? No. Uh, no, then you get wax. bumps and like, no, 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 no. Nobody wants that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Chris Rock and Kevin Hart documentary oh, is coming yes. to Netflix called Headliners so Only. Uh, this is from those shows that uh, Chris and Kevin did uh, back in 2022 in New York and New Jersey. Here's the trailer for that. This is a story about two separate journeys, but somehow align and end up at the same intersection at the top. I said, why don't we do something together? What do you think about doing New York? I'm excited about this week, not just because of the arena factor. I'm just excited uh, to hang out with you. That's that's that's, that's it. it. The first real comedic star that I had a conversation with was Chris Rock. I didn't go to college. I barely went to high school. I had holes in my shoes. This week in New York is an event. It's a big deal, man. Yo, I am so hyped for this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm looking at this story. There's a guy named Ken Griffin who's like a hedge fund guy, like a money guy. Mm -hmm. He used to run a company called Citadel. And he is now looking to build what will become the most expensive home in the world. So he spent the last like 10 years buying up property in Palm Beach on Billionaire's Row, like where, okay. Donald, like where Donald Trump lives and like all those other guys live mm -hmm. down in Palm Beach. And he bought up, I think it was 27 acres Ooh. over the years and tore everything down on those 27 acres. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to spend, I think they said $250 million buying, building one house. What? Right? So he's going to spend $250 million building one house. And they no. say that on that land, when that house is completed, mm -hmm. it will be a billion-dollar property. No. Nobody needs a house 
That big or that expensive? $1 billion is what it will be. And the crazy thing is, is the size of this house. Mm-hmm. So it's 50,000 square feet. Jeez. Right? So basically building a mall to live in. But it's a, it's a, it's like, it's a ranch style. It's a bungalow. So it's not like it's four floors. This thing just stretches. It's going to, the house itself is going to take up five acres. Like those, um, those outlet malls. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a Jimmy Choo outlet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But it'll be a billion dollars. Damn it, Maury. If you could build a billion dollar home, what would be your one must have? Oh, my one must have two bedrooms, but very far (laughs) apart. (laughs) Two bedrooms. (laughs) Just Bro, two? More? You, got you, a bi- so... you, got, you got a billion dollars. You out here acting like a simp. Well, it's you... funny. We're talking about this now because Matthew and one of his coworkers wants to buy land and split it. And split it? Where like they they're wanna... going to go in on land in Prince Edward County together and share the land. And do what with it? Like you build one house and then a wall and then we'll build another house. You think you're allowed to do that? It's your land. No, you're not. What do you mean? You're not allowed to buy land and put two houses on it? Wait, are you Why gonna... can't you do that? Would you live... Like, are you a part of the plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we would like, have a cabin and she would have a cabin. You can't buy land and then just start building a like a, a subdivision. You will never get permitted for that. You have to have permits if you own the land? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> no, you don't, actually. Yeah, go, Great idea. Yeah, mortgage the condo. Go buy all the land and uh, you build your two bedrooms yeah. on opposite ends <laughs> of your house. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, here's Bo and Yang from SNL talking about how none of them, none of the cast members on SNL knew that Travis, uh, Kelsey and Taylor Swift were going to show up last Saturday. Did you know they were coming? No. They just came. They just came. They to SNL. just came. And I, I, it was a dress rehearsal. It was like, great. That was fun. I'm in my room getting stuff, you know, tidying up my room. I had people watching from my dressing room for the air show. I walk outside, I go to my makeup chair, I see two people talking to two tall people. You said tallest people in the world. Tallest people in the world, I yes. By the way, it's one thing to see them individually. Many times. In space. Yeah. But to, it's pure false multiplier. It's yeah. like, I see them together, I go, Oh no. I'm wow. in the Redwood Forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Taylor Swift? Is she like super tall? Or is she like 5'8"? I think she's like 5'10". 5'10"? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Travis Kelsey just bought a new house, $6 million in Kansas City, which gets you a lot of house, apparently, in Mm. Kansas City. Uh, 16,000 square feet. Oh, my God. What you need that big house for? Because his house has become a tourist attraction because he was just living in a neighborhood. Yeah. Right? Like, his house is on the street. Like... You just drive by and you're like, there's like, you can look into if he's watching television, like his house is just there. Mm-hmm. So he had to move into a gated community now because he, people just keep showing up Why in front of his house. Any celebrity just try to throw everybody off and go rent like an apartment somewhere. Yeah. Right. So then that way, maybe someone walks by and like, hold on a second. Is that Travis? No, that can't be Travis. Nah, yeah. it's not Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. a little one bedroom. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, six bedrooms, uh, six baths is what uh, he got. There's a swimming pool with a waterfall, a mm-hmm. tennis court, a pickleball court, because that's really big right now. There's also a mini golf course wow. at his place. 16,000 square feet, $6 million. Man, you don't need that much house. You don't think so? No. 16,000 square feet? That much property? Yeah. No. Why not? You think that's too no. much, huh? Yeah, too What's much. What's the perfect amount? 
What's like, the perfect size? What's like, the perfect size? Like three. Three? Yeah. Modest. You think three is modest? No, I'm talking about for Travis Kelsey. You're oh. talking about a superstar. You think this, he's six, six. You think he's going to live in a 3,000 square foot house? Yes. Why Hell not? no. Hell no. Do it. No chance. Your accountant uh, would love it. Yeah, it's true. Actually, no, his accountant loves this. Oh, I got another Travis Kelsey story here. Look at oh, this. Please. I got. I don't know how I wound up with so much Travis Kelsey news Thank today. Thank God, Taylor Swift put him on the map, huh? <laughs> so um, here is, because uh, he and his brother Jason do a podcast every week. And uh-huh. a, a couple of weeks ago, they said that they were done talking about Taylor Swift. But they spent a whole lot of time talking about Taylor Swift. So this is the Kelsey brothers talking about... Because uh, I guess the last time Taylor showed up a game at a game, mm-hmm. the first couple, remember, it was all Taylor and Travis's mom. And it was like, oh, yeah. my God, that's so sweet. Well, this time, it, what wound up on the television screen was the moment that Taylor was talking to their dad. If you were watching the game, you saw something uh, momentous happen. Momentous. Which was Taylor Swift talking to uh, Ed Kelsey. Yeah, Taylor talking to dad. You already know. You know dad like I know dad. Which is, he shouldn't be talking to Taylor Swift. This is a terrifying conversation. I felt terrible. I felt terrible for uh, Taylor for being in this. Talking to mom. um, All right. That's, you know, that's going to be fine. It's delightful. It's going to be a wonderful conversation. If you see dad talking to anybody and you can't hear what's happening, who knows where that conversation's (laughs) going. We can't keep kicking dad just because we enjoy doing it, man. Our dad is the best dad in the world. He He is. is, He is. He is a great... uh, Converser. It was nice because your know, mom has been getting quite a bit of the spotlight. So it was cool to see dad up there on the Jumbotron for a little bit or on the TV for a little bit. You can just see in this picture, all he's doing is just absolutely pumping her up. He started listening to her music a little more. He started doing some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just like dad, we're dead. Bless his heart. <laughs> what is he saying? He's definitely. He said, "Now I've I've, I've uh, taken Has all he of your stolen her music <laughs> yeah. from the library. So he, he's probably saying, I have t- I've taken all of your CDs out at the local library, and I've started to uh, burn them, them into my uh, computer. Yeah, it's like because dads are idiots, right? Oh my god, that's so funny." Uh, yeah, that's always a weird thing, eh? When they got to meet the do. Did you ever? How long were you with Jenna before you let Jenna sit alone with your dad? Oh, because you wonder, like, what are this? What's the stories, right? Uh-huh. Like, because like, is it awkward? Because dad's come armed with with stories, uh-huh. right? And you're like, what? What's what stories is he gonna tell when no, I'm not my around? Dad was pretty good, was he? Yeah, my dad was good. Yeah, what's it like, yeah. Maria? Shem. Listen to Shem. What's the matter with you, Shem? Bruh, my parents just use any opportunity to roast me. Oh, right? yeah? Oh, yeah. Ah. Shemi, Shemi cried from Guyana to New York. Didn't stop. Non. What was the last story that they told your new girl? That exact same story. And they say the same story over and over and over again. Shem was a crybaby? Yeah, Shem cried from Guyana to New York nonstop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, before we get to Maria, damn it, Maury, how long before you were with Matthew, before you let him alone with Frank? I don't think he's still, he's never been alone. <laughs> never oh, been damn. Alone. <laughs> uh, Maria, your dad and Louie? Um, pretty quick, yeah. Uh, I'd probably say three weeks in. Yeah. Yeah. Were you terrified of what he was going to say? Yeah. When Louis met my parents, I was more scared than he was. Like He asked me if I was going to be okay in the car going to my house. Why were you so scared? I had never brought anyone home before. Oh! Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So what happened? So he shows up, or the two of you show up at your parents' place. Yeah. And... 
And we went into the living room uh-huh. and my dad was watching some sort of sport. I can't remember what was on the TV. And then we just sat down and we talked and it was it was chill. My dad, you know, does his, you know, the dad laugh and the jokes. And did, what's the dad laugh? Do it right it? now. Uh, 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 it sounds uh, like uh, Roz's laugh. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leave me out of this. What did they talk about? Do you remember? Or do you remember like what you all talked about that time? Honestly, I blacked out. I don't yeah. even know what we talked did about. Did you sip side by side? Or no? Yeah, Except not you, like not like very side by side. Like there was a cushion at least. Did you put your hand on his? Did you put your hand on his leg? No, there was no, no physical touching. contact. There was no, no physical no. contact. No, like you need like not not even like holding hands or anything. No, no, I was terrified. Like if he got up, you didn't like rub his back or anything like that. No, no. no. I think after like the the first like three times he yeah. came over, then yeah. like we started getting more comfortable. Yeah. But at first, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Like, what about like, what about? He, he didn't he didn't get up and you didn't look at your dad and go, God, the ass on that one. Hey, pops. <laughs> 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Taylor Swift uh, released two new versions of Cruel Summer. So she went on Instagram and said, uh, what a truly mind-blowing thing you've turned the Eras Tour concert film into. I've been watching videos of you guys in the theaters dancing and prancing and recreating choreography, creating inside jokes, casting spells, getting engaged, and just generally creating the exact type of joyful chaos we are known for. One of my favorite things uh, you've done was when you supported Cruel Summer so much. I ended up starting the Eras Tour show with it for old time's sake i'm releasing the live audio from the oh. tour uh and also a bonus uh remix by lp giobi i don't okay. know how to say that guy's name is it lp giobi or giobi giobi i'm not yeah. sure uh so uh here's the live version here's the live version that taylor uh, that taylor released Sounds good, right? Yeah, love it. Okay, and here is the remix that she released. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, it's just fast. Yeah, no, I don't like it. No, that's not my that's not my Taylor. No, sorry. No, I don't like that. I think there's probably tons more remixes that are better than that. Yeah. No, sorry. No, sorry. it's not for you. DJ Gabagool, no, no. gotta go. <laughs> I don't like it. Hey, one thing that kind of like went flew under the radar with yeah. all the Taylor Swift stuff and like the movie and Travis Kelsey and the tour is that I saw a trailer, I think it was on Disney maybe, mm-hmm. for another documentary. But this one focuses on the making of the Folklore album. Yeah, we knew that happened. No, but it hasn't come out yet. No. I think it's it? coming out soon. Yeah? Yeah, really? I think I saw it like, I'm pretty sure it's Disney. I saw a trailer for it. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, I know it was out. I think it was out already. Nobody's really talking about it. I think it was out already. Is it? Yeah, I think so. No. I think so. I just saw the trailer for it. Really? Maybe I'm wrong. I think it was out already, but I don't know. 
I don't, okay. even, I don't even know why I have an opinion on this. <laughs> Didn't it come out in 2020? That's what I thought. The I thought it's old. Really? Yeah. But Watch I don't know. Watch now on Disney. But I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, 82-year-old banger, Martha Stewart, commenting on the idea of dressing for one's age. Mm. She was asked about that. Her response was, dressing for whose age? Ooh. Good response. She goes, I don't think about age. I think people are more and more and more fabulous than they've ever been in their senior years, and I applaud every one of them. That's Shep's crush right there. What a woman. Martha goes, clap. Martha goes on to say, <laughs> I've dressed the same since I was 17. If you look at my pictures on Instagram, which Shem does daily, Facts. I look pretty much the same. Dime. <laughs> yeah, Shem's in love. Dime from time. I'm, I'm looking at one picture on here. I don't know when hey, this hey, picture hey. on her Instagram is from Shem. Don't watch too hard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> watch how you talk to Shem's girl. The one where she's in like the silver sort of long coat with the silver shoe with the leg coming out of that thing. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, that's um, Shem's uh, lock screen picture, right? <laughs> You know the pic I'm talking about, Shem? No, okay. give me that description one more time. Okay, so she's leaning up, and she got one hand on a wall. Okay. And she's got like a, like a silver sequinty kind of dress shirt thing on. I don't even know what it is. Mm. And it's got a high slit, and her whole ass leg is coming out. Right. She's got silver shoes on. Hey, man, I don't like, you're, you're a little too excited okay. for my legging. <laughs> oh, I see it. Uh, yeah. Oh! Yo, can I tell you how many times I got sent that exact same picture? <laughs> Holy cow. With no caption. Just, no, here you go. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's the hair in that pic, though. Yeah, it's the hair. Right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the gotcha. hair. All right. Anyway, we love Martha Stewart. She's so, uh, lock screen gem? All right, listen. All right, all right. She's the bomb. She's the bomb. 80, no 82 and just like... No, what a Martha reinvention Stewart. Martha Stewart had. You know what I mean? Before she went to the joint, Martha Stewart was beige. Uh-huh. She was porridge. She was, there was nothing exciting. She was the most middle of the road human being who had built an empire making women feel inadequate. Wow. And then Martha Stewart goes to the joint and lo- and she comes out a totally different person. And now look at her. A beauty. Right? I know. Just, just crazy. Beauty. Mm. Love it all. Carrie, not too much, man. Gee. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Britney Spears, after the revelation of the uh, abortion that uh, Justin Timberlake uh, talked her into when she didn't really want to have one, after that uh, excerpt from the book, uh, Britney's The Woman in Me, one week before it uh, is released, uh-huh. shot to number one on Amazon's bestseller list. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith probably kicking a wall or kicking Will somewhere. <laughs> oh. Will, get over here. <laughs> She's just going to start making stuff up now, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, hey, I saw a crazy headline uh, today that Will and Jada mm-hmm. are into, or had talked about potentially writing a book together. Oh, my God. So I don't know if it was like had and mm-hmm. scrapped or had and will. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Brittany wrote on uh, Instagram, uh, number one, uh, one week until my book, The Woman in Me, hits shelves. Uh, thank you all for making it number one on Amazon already. Uh, Brittany, as we said, will read the introduction for the book. She's not doing the audio version for the book. Uh, Michelle Williams is doing the audio version oh, of, the, of the book. Okay. Um, the actor, not the singer. The one Mocha's talking about where Jada and Will are writing it together, it's called Don't Try This at Home. Is that an actual book? 
No, they're they're working on it together. <sighs> she said it in an interview with Extra. Really, huh? Damn, Will. Damn, man. Oh, he's going to get... Oh, oh. Oh, that whole book is going to be, uh, here's how to fix a lousy husband. And he's oh. going to have to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. That whole book. He should just delete all of his social. Yeah. Or hide. Oh. Or hide. Just, I know. He <laughs> he's needs still to sleeping go on that boat. I know. She thinks she's a star of that family, huh? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. R.I.P. to Burt Young. He was uh, Pauly from the Rocky movies. Loved mm. that guy so much. Uh, his character, just despicable, but uh, came around. You. I don't want nothing from you. This ain't no charity case. Get out of my house. Yeah, Bob. Get out of my house, I just said. Don't talk to him like that. Hold that side, Polly. I don't want you missing, huh? Yeah, come on. <laughs> want to hit on me? Come on. <laughs> Wasn't that like part one when he, uh, yeah. didn't he take like the Christmas turkey or Thanksgiving Threw turkey? Threw it on the yard. Throws it outside. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mean. Adrian had been in there cooking all day, yeah. just trying to make, just trying to make a home. And then Polly comes in, you know, all drunk and pissed off, and he and throws he just, it outside. Yeah, yeah. And even though Rocky could destroy him at any point, Rocky Didn't. never lays a hand on him. No, he gave he's got him, a heart. He gave him nothing but love because he was the lousy brother of the woman he loved. Yeah, right. That Yo, was Polly. Why you gotta be like yeah. that? Take her to the zoo. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> the character's just the best. All right, <laughs> Polly. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.